Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekretman. And my name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. It's great to see you, Scott, after our Hanukkah vacation. Yes, it's nice to be back here with you again in our studio, back like we never even took a break. And the truth is, today we're going to be doing something a little bit different than our typical Morning Drive Bible because of all the events going on in the news. First of all, we had President of the United States, before we went on break, pass a monumental executive order about defining anti-Semitism on campus, that anti-Israel activity of a person can be also constituted as anti-Semitism. It caused a major controversy, not only in the U.S. and around the world, but even within the Jewish world itself. It's a very difficult situation because we Jews are often defined as a religion. We're also often defined as a race, an ethnicity, a nation. And these are all terms that were invented by other people to describe other things. And trying to apply them to Judaism is taking a square box and trying to shove a round peg into it. It just doesn't really work. We're all of those things and none of those things. And some people were very offended that Jews are being defined as anything other than as a religion. And yet, of course, we're more than just a religion. Yeah, I mean, Exodus chapter 6 solves the equation for me. We're both a faith and a nation, period. It should be noted that President Trump wasn't trying to suggest that any criticism of Israel is anti-Semitism. If that's true, then the vast majority of citizens of Israel are anti-Semitic because we're always criticizing the government. It's not about criticism of Israel, which is perfectly legitimate. It's about denouncing or denying Israel's right to even exist alone among all the nations. If you say that the only ethnic group or group or religion in the world, call it what you will, that isn't allowed to have self-determination is the Jewish people, that is anti-Semitism and that is what is being condemned by President Trump. Ever since President Trump signed that executive order, so much has happened, both vis-a-vis anti-Semitism and, more directly applicable today, the killing of Qasim Soleimani in Iraq, this murderer, this terrorist, this mass murderer of many, many people, Arabs, Americans, and Jews. Salami was taken out, as we say in New York. Sliced. Sliced completely. This is a person who, it doesn't matter, I, I, I saw on Twitter some people would complain, oh, you're bloodthirsty. Not at all. Evil, someone who tries and has succeeded in murdering innocent individuals throughout the Middle East, this person should be eliminated. I'm not talking about whether this was a strategically intelligent move or not. That's something which I think we have to leave to security experts. Certainly, I'm not an expert on that. There's no way I would know without being privy to intelligence reports. But in terms of the morality, the ethics of killing somebody like that, that there's no question. We're talking about somebody who deserved to be eliminated. For 20 years, he's been a thorn in the side of the United States. And at one point in time, was killing a lot of Americans. Over 600 Americans were killed by him, let alone he was creating militias outside of Iran to do terrible things to others, to humanity, whether it be Muslim or Jewish or Christian, it didn't matter. This person was a terrorist. And that's the reason that Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, was, I believe, at least last I heard, the only world leader to come out praising President Trump for this particular action because he was a major enemy of the state of Israel. And in fact, one of the issues that people are somewhat concerned about now is that Iran has always been threatening Israel should be attacked by the United States. Certainly Hezbollah has over 100,000 serious rockets pointed at Israel, and these are more serious, more dangerous rockets than the already dangerous rockets in Gaza that are part of Hamas and Islamic Jihad. People are somewhat concerned that Hezbollah will unleash these at Iran's direction, and that could cause a huge, huge war and the loss of tremendous life, God forbid. 
So what can our Christian listeners do during this time? The news cycle is so fast, and there's so much happening that it takes time to sort of process it all. And once you process it, we're on to the next news item. And I think at this point in time, the United States pretty much is doing great stuff when it comes to counterterrorism. This is my opinion. I don't think Europe is. And I think that's where the efforts of our Christian brothers and sisters can be focused on in these days, besides prayer. Prayer is important, but prayer has to lead to action. And the action has to be advocating that the European Union, Great Britain, and other countries around the world stand against terrorism, period. I also think that our Christian brothers and sisters who are standing side by side with Israel can help America as well as helping Israel by coming to Israel's defense, to Jewish people's defense. Two days ago, there was a rally in Times Square in New York, which was ostensibly to rally against war with Iran. But of course, as often happens, it quickly turned into an anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, destroy Israel situation where people are chanting for the entire land of Israel to be given to Palestine, which of course would mean the elimination of all the Jews in Israel too, where are they supposed to go? Our supporters in the United States should protest these protests to make sure that they don't go unanswered as well. I believe today's anti-Semitism is a reflection of what happens in the book of Esther. There are excuses made in the name of, well, Israel is the small Satan, or Israel is taking up too much of foreign aid from the United States, or Israel is this. Whatever the Israel thing is or the Jewish thing is, it's all an excuse for a greater thing to eliminate the Jews. The only time you see that in the Bible is in the time of the book of Esther, where Haman, for some reason, gets really angry at Mordecai for not bowing down to him, and he wants to eliminate the Jewish people. His ego in relationship to a very important person in the court of the king at the end, he wants to eradicate, actually do a holocaust on the Jewish people. Today's anti-Semitism can only be put in that category of a book of Esther, and we can't tolerate one inch of anti-Semitism today. For the rest of this week, David, we're going to be speaking about what's happening in the news as well as the anti-Semitism that's been appearing all over the United States and with certain hope that our Christian brothers and sisters will pray for the Jewish people, will pray for Israel, as well as, of course, praying for the United States. My name is Scott Kahn. My name is David Nekrutman, and blessings from Jerusalem.